Well, Madonna has always caused controversy and intrigue right back from the beginning where seemingly a generation of young girls suddenly donned her look and aspired to be Madonna. Only those who've been around for long enough will ever fully understand the volcanic moments that have rocked popular culture. They mostly occurred before the internet was even a thing. Remember when she broke every Catholic rule under the cross in the Like a Prayer video and all around that era too? Or how about when she absolutely refused to put her breasts away during the erotica era? Unless you were there, you couldn't possibly begin to understand the wall-to-wall scandal that these and other moments caused. But along the way, Madonna attracted a legion of fans, people who celebrated the incredible artistic value behind every cheeky, brash, rude or naked moment. Madonna was a true artist in that she used her work to talk about the times that we lived in, to query and to provoke. But tonight we're asking the question, who is Madonna in 2020? And even though it's a harsh question to ask, has she crossed that line from provocative artist to outdated joke? If the hallmark of a genius artist is to shed light on the world that we live in, can we truly say that Madonna still fits that bill? We're talking Madonna in the 2020s, Madam X, strange posts about COVID, the street protester, and the woman who was once renowned for her fitness now in a world of physical and ongoing pain, crutches, knee cartilage, weight gain. Megs and Lily, welcome to the show. Hello, thank you for having me. Hello, thank you so much for having me. Brilliant to have you both. And I'd say right from the outset, you're both young fans. Yeah. You're yeah. not even 18. Yeah, none of my friends that are my age even know who I'm talking about when I say Madonna. Oh, every Madonna <laughs> fan listening is just like, oh, rubbing their temples now. Oh, yeah. Really? No one in Australia who's around your age knows who Madonna is? No one in my high school my age, honestly. Oh, I've had no. to educate my friend group uh, about Madonna. Oh, I'm sure it makes <laughs> you very popular. <laughs> no, <laughs> it actually really doesn't. <laughs> and Lily, how old are you? I am 20 years old in college, living it up in the US. Well, you are two young people with impeccable taste. I will just (laughs) say that. I'm an older Madonna fan. I haven't been there right from the beginning. And I'm also not as diehard as some of the Madonna fans that you can find around the world. But she has inspired me. She has um, made me think about territory that I never would have thought about. She's really been a part of the background of my life for a very long time Mm. and I look to her but we do have to ask this question does Madonna the Madonna we're seeing in the 2020s still have the artistic credibility that she once commanded what do you reckon Megs I mean definitely I've seen a change obviously it feels to me like she's um saying things now for the sake of it rather than because it's it's genuinely she feels she needs to say it it's something that's very deeply important to her that she wants to express artistically. When we backtracked through Madonna's back catalogue and looked at her music videos and her interviews and all of her work, yes. she had something to say. You yes, could really see she that. she sure did. There was, I can't remember who the interview was with, but there was that interview where she was just quite fiery and she was, you know, responding, you know, like, why would, why would I think that? Why would a woman, you know, have to do that? Like, just feminist ideas and just expressing it with a lot of, you know, 
not viciousness, I don't, wouldn't say, but just confidence and openness. And like, and she was talking about sexuality and how she's not afraid to explore that and show people her journey exploring that in her video clips and stuff. And yeah, I just really admire how outspoken she is. And now when she <laughs> talks, I agree with you, if this is where you're heading, yes. I'm going to make an assumption here. When she talks now, maybe it seems like a little bit of a desperate cry to be relevant. So she'll take whatever the topic of the day is, Black Lives Matter, COVID, yeah. and she will say something about it. And, of course, she's got every right to do that. Yeah. But you feel like she's maybe headline-grabbing a bit? Uh, I just feel, yeah, it's it's just not quite as genuine as it once was. And it's also, I feel it's a little bit predictable. Like uh, with the Black Lives Matter, she's she's in support of Black Lives Matter and she's in support of Black Rights. Like it's not very, it's nothing new. It's really not. It's just one side of a binary equation in a way. And so for me, Madonna used to spark conversation, but now she seems to follow the conversation yeah. and want to be the loudest in it. Yeah. Lily, what are you making of Madonna in the 2020s? Well, I would say with her activism and such, I see Madonna as like a constant moving train. I mean, back in the day when she was outspoken about women's issues and gay rights, those were a lot more personal things for her. And you could argue that Black Lives Matter and stuff are personal to her, but they're not as personal as the stuff she used to fight for is. But Madonna's like, again, a moving train. She It's not like she needs or wants to fight for something. It's just something she enjoys doing. And I am, can only assume that she's doing this not because she feels like she needs to to gain popularity, but also because she cares about things. It just may not always come out the way we want it to come out. I think that's so fair, Lily, because I don't want to come across as me saying that Madonna doesn't care about the things she's talking about. She mm. damn well does. She does care about Black Lives Matter. She does care about COVID. Yeah. But I just I find it's really hard for me to watch her because she used to, as I say, spark the conversation. Now it seems like she's got a hand up in the middle of the crowd of the throng of more relevant mm. um, voices trying to say, listen to me, and therefore trying to be bigger and louder and more provocative, but not getting anywhere. Here's a case in point. Before the God Control video was released, she went to great lengths to seize back that level of, um, that level of controversy and I, there were some interviews I watched before it was released where she said, it's going to kick your ass, you're not going to believe it, it's going to be huge. Mm. <sighs> when it was released, we watched it. I really appreciated that video very much. I'm not criticising it, but it didn't even have a whimper of impact on, on popular culture. Mm, so could, are you saying that could be the source of her desperation, the fact well, or yeah, that she's not really being heard as much as she was. Like she's not ba making as big a sp splash anymore, and so mm. she like uh, she's using Facebook prolifically. Like she's posting very, very often, which isn't. It sort of indicates maybe that like yeah, she just does want to be heard. Exactly, she does want to be heard, and and it's very sad for me to watch somebody that I admire so much. Yeah, uh, not cutting through like she used to. I would say these more modern issues aren't as personal for her, but she still cares mm. about them. So she's not leading the train, and that might be hard. Can for I her say, Lily? Though, do you mind if I if I disagree with you there? I'll play devil's advocate. Yeah. I would think that Black Lives Matters to her <laughs> as much as any issue she's ever tackled before. Why? Because of her children. They oh, are yeah. black children growing up 
in this society. In fact, it's interesting to know that she's even brought them along to the street protests in recent weeks. And uh, even was it her son, I think, who was um, released a video doing yes. a Michael Jackson dance, they I think, of all things, us. Yeah. which was mind-boggling, like so many things coming from the Madonna <laughs> camp these days, just mind-boggling, dancing to a pedophile's music. But, yeah, I, I don't know about this concept that she doesn't care as much about these issues or they're not as personal well, to her. I'm well, not, I would I'm say fine. it's how the public would see her. I think a lot of people, I mean, she got so much crap for adopting children from Africa, and I would just say it's oh, yeah. like she's been allowed to be the leader before and now if she can't be the leader anymore but she can still fight for things and i think the fact that she's Mm -hmm. not a leader upsets her yeah because i think lily makes a good point because we've become so much more liberal today we're so much more left like we're so much more accepting of lgbt and like we don't even thanks to people like madonna yes we don't even notice it anymore we just like most of us just don't think about it but when she was advocating for those things like people like it wasn't at the forefront of people's consciousness or they were you know bigoted or biased and so now it's just much harder for her to say something that's original in this more liberal era you know so yeah I really agree with that I'm just going to put it right out there and I find this even hard to give oxygen to but as a fan of many many years I am finding it really hard to watch what I'm watching I don't think it's I'm, I'm less talking about the art not being recognised because like so many fans listening would feel the same way. I don't care if she doesn't reach number one on the charts. I don't care if she doesn't get 20 million views or a billion views on YouTube. I really don't. But what I do care about is watching um, such a fit woman ailing because that is what she is at the moment. She's ailing. She is uh, fragile uh, physically yeah and that's very hard to watch but that's age as well and but but the, but the one thing that hurts me isn't that she's aging mm-hmm. it's the fact that she seems to be fighting so hard against it mm-hmm. but she can't and this is the one thing i can't look to madonna for i can do that too i can do that too all the things she said in the past yeah you can accept who you are you should accept others for who they are they were powerful messages but at the moment, she, her message seems to be one that she can't possibly cut through, which is it doesn't matter how old you are, you can do anything you want. Actually, that's not what's happening at the moment. And she's proving that that's not, yeah, how it works. And because and you, you mentioned when it happened, like how Kylie turns 50 and she did, you know, the golden era. Or whatever. Kylie fully acknowledged it, right? Yeah, fully. Like she celebrated it. She celebrated, you know, how long she's been on this earth and all of that. But Ask Madonna about her age. Yes, oh Madonna God. is very reluctant to discuss it. Fury. Mm. I would say, though, watching especially those Kylie interviews, I could get a sense of like, yeah, yeah, golden, I get it. Maybe stop bringing it up. So I feel like even if Kylie was more, <laughs> Kylie was nicer about it, whereas Madonna might be like, don't bring up my age. Kylie was like, yeah, I'm turning 50. <laughs> you know? So I think either way, no one wants to be reminded that they're aging, but I think something Madonna's doing is people expect her to tone it down. People expect her to like slowly age, not age away, but like slowly calm down as she does age. And she doesn't want to do what everyone wants her to do. She's someone to stand out. And I still out. admire that, Lily. Thank true. you for saying it. It's yeah. so true. I still admire that. I don't want anyone to misinterpret this. I'm not saying start aging gracefully, Madonna, which I know many <laughs> sectors of the media and the public do say. They say, oh, really, she should start yeah. acting her and age. Even, no, and I mean like, 
even Madonna fans, like other Madonna fans, a lot of them are like, oh, yeah, I was a huge Madonna fan until like Hard Candy or until Rebel Heart. All these like post 50 stuff that she did, people were a fan of. And then people were like, oh, she's tired. Even the fans. Yeah, it's sort of about she needs to maintain the balance between, you know, like aging, but still being, you know, active and vital, but also not denying that she is aging and you know that actually is something exactly. that doesn't need to be you know avoided as a subject or you know it's treated as an insult to i think be it was the washington like, post article where there was a lot of emphasis from the female interviewer this was a text article and it was really well written i really enjoyed it, it this journalist just went so much deeper than other journalists do and um but madonna took such exception to it i don't know if you recall this there were brilliant pictures of madonna um peeking through old big photos of herself so madonna's new bandwagon and i shouldn't say it like that because it sounds like i'm diminishing the importance of it is ageism she's fought against sexism racism misogyny She's fought so many battles. Mm. She's now moved into this new arena where she's fighting ageism every step of the way. But yeah, I sometimes don't agree with the message that she's putting out there, frankly. Yeah. What is it you would disagree with? I disagree with the fact that she. it seems to me that Madonna is offended by anyone even mentioning age. It's a bit like if somebody mentions somebody's race or sexuality – you can't turn around and point a finger in their chest and say you're being racist or you're being prejudiced. It's the same with age. Just because you mentioned that Madonna is 60 plus Hmm. doesn't necessarily mean that you're ageist. And when I read that Washington Post article, I didn't detect any racism. Oh, well, sorry. I didn't detect any ageism. I just saw a description of what Madonna looked like sitting in the chair for the interview. Yeah. I did see a few references to age. But isn't that something – I think that's what Madonna's trying to prove and the journalist was honouring it. You can be this age and it's amazing that you're still doing what you're doing. Mm. I would say the way that you can point something out, though, could be spun positively or negatively and especially on how the person receives it because I would say – saying someone is 60 could be like a, Oh my gosh, you're 60. That's incredible. And for other people that could be Mm. you're 60. Oh boy. (laughs) And I think (laughs) you're so right. (laughs) Madonna's brain just will automatically go like, why are you pointing out that I'm 60? Yeah. I think she's sensitive to that. She doesn't want to be, you know, patronized or because she's such an independent sort of strong person. She doesn't need people to be, you know, like pointing out where she might be weaker. Sort and by of the way, as an older fan, I feel um, obliged to throw in a little bit of education here. This <laughs> and this issue of Madonna uh, fighting against time is not new. Anyone who's been yeah. around for a while would know, even when she was in her late 20s, early 30s, there was something about her where she was in a race against time and that has so much by her own acknowledgement to do with the death of her mother when she was a child mm. and um, this fear that she has always lived with. Even when she was a younger woman, and I used to really notice that. She's she's terrified of running out of time. Mm. She's always planning the next thing. She's always rushing to the next thing. And that's a sign of someone who's active and ambitious, but it's also the sign of somebody who's running from a particular fear. Yeah. I want to be really fair in this podcast. I want to ask you what you both think about her most recent art. Is her art, is her work, is her music as strong as it ever was? I... Um, so I'm kind of a nerd 
at times when it comes to music. And so what I've started doing is I've been reviewing like individual albums from different female artists, giving them rankings and such. Um, And you do lay them out on the ground and move the vinyl from one to 10. (laughs) I don't think so. Today I'm moving you to number three. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's, um, it's more of a digital spreadsheet, but you know, it is that same idea. (laughs) Just as bad. But we're nerds too, Lily. We have total respect. Yeah. But like, I just did Madame X today and I, looking at it, it's like, I think personally, Madame X is something that's better than Erotica or even her first album. Like, yeah, there may be different. Yeah. Oh boy. Saying it's better than Erotica. I know a lot of people say that, but. I, I I definitely don't like it as much as her earlier work. I have to say that because I can definitely turn on one of the earlier albums and, you know, just enjoy it um, more just based on, you know, um, singing it and dancing it, you know, that sort of thing. But I still think that this album's really strong with how it draws on lots of different cultures and it tells a story and, um, there are some very good dance tracks in there. Uh, she even tried to, I think, c- cater to the younger audience with Crave and stuff like that, which was sounded um, very reminiscent of the sort of pop we get today from younger artists, mm. um, yeah. especially she had the um, rapper in that one as well, which is very like people, young people love that today, hip hop, that, sort of, that sort of groove. And so I think she, yeah, she put a lot of work into it and I think it was really good, but definitely I prefer her earlier stuff. Since we're talking about artistry here, I think it would depend on what exactly you're expecting. Because if you want Madonna's art, like artistic statement of dance music, that's one thing. But I feel like art is meant to have a message. It's meant to be mm. boundary pushing. And things like Madame X, there's a meaning and a purpose along with some good dance tracks instead of it just being yeah. music to enjoy. There's music to think about. Yeah. There's music to dance to. I feel like just good music does that as well because it's a celebration of life. And I think she said herself, she's celebrating love and life and, you know, people and, you know, pleasure, all of that stuff. And I think like really good music that takes you to a a place like that is like, I I think that's art just in and of itself. It doesn't even need to have like a very rigid message, even though it's nice if the lyrics, you know, portray something very beautiful, which definitely in Madame X, she, she does very well. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I just think that her music from her earlier era was just, um, yeah, just amazing. Like I can really <laughs> get down to that, you know. I think we're all saying the same thing here, that yeah. Madonna, Madonna's music uh, always has a message. And for me, it always has. However, with the Madame X era, even though I still I have enjoyed it very much and I do like the album, unlike a lot of fans, I just feel that <laughs> messages in there are a little more forced than they have been in the past. They're a little bit more contrived, which mm. doesn't sound fair because there'll be people listening going, oh, and you're saying erotica wasn't contrived because, boy, was it ever. There's, uh, maybe I just can't put my finger on it. But Yeah, because you say like, like a bit more of a desperate grab. Yeah, Because <laughs> you say things like Madame X is so in your face and then you look at erotica and it's like, well, something's in your face. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah. literally, that's right. Yeah. How how she's looking these days too. Image has played a huge role in Madonna's career, huge. I mean, she changes her image. She's known as a chameleon reinvention. She's owned that term. Yeah. And I'm trying to not be disrespectful. (laughs) Is that? And I completely celebrate her right to do this, but she's had a lot of work 
And yeah. there are anytime she makes a post on social media now, there are reams of comments about how she looks, that she looks plastic, she looks puffy, um, mm. that, and she's had a butt implant. Um, <laughs> oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious to know what fans <laughs> think about the way she's looking these days, even though. <laughs> If Madonna's taught us anything, that we shouldn't be deriding each other for the way we look, and I'm certainly not. But image well, is part talk- of pop culture. Well, if we're talking about her butt specifically, I'm pretty sure she's just having fun with some padding. Because I saw her in concert for the Madame X tour, and her butt was pretty average size, nothing too suspicious. Interested to hear if people leave comments about that, Lily, because I'm convinced <laughs> from looking at paparazzi shots that she's done something a bit more permanent than padding. <laughs> a bit mm. more permanent. <laughs> the last way of putting. I could be wrong. I did have distant and far. I could be speed. wrong too. <laughs> I guess we'll. I guess. I guess none of us will ever truly know because she did comment on it too, and she basically said something along the lines of, "My body is my business," and mm. uh, but she certainly didn't confirm or deny. Yeah, mm-hmm. she is older, but. You know, I I think she does, you know, pretty well. Like, she had a good look for the Madame X. Like, she had lots of different looks and, um, you know, in the video clip for Madame X, uh, no, not for Madame X, sorry, um, Magazine, was that, is that how you pronounce it? Magazine. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, the, like, she, she looks, she, she's got an interesting look in that and, you know, she she's always experimenting with new things. So, yeah. Mm, like there was it. some beautiful styling during Madame X, 100%. Got to talk about mm-hmm. a few other things before we wrap up. Uh, younger collaborators, she, I mean, this has been going on for years, but she's often accused of, you know, riding on the coattails of of the flavour of the moment, even Britney Spears back in the day, but um, Maluma these days as well. And the toe kissing in the video clip, is it is it a <laughs> bit desperate or is it is it relevant? Oh, she sucked on toes before. She sure I mean, has. Look at the back yeah. cover of Erotica, right? Yeah, Naomi Campbell, hello. <laughs> True as well. I guess there's a part of her that wants to keep things serious, but other parts like, oh, Maluma's barefoot, why not suck on his toe? You know, those kind of things. Yeah, because yeah, that wasn't scripted. I think Maluma talked about it or she did, and yeah, it wasn't planned. It was they were just, you know, doing things for the camera and that happened to... If you, you know. watch it enough times, you can see the surprise on Maluma's face. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he just went with it, I think he said. What about the Eurovision performance too? Because Madonna is so well-respected and renowned. If if anything, it's her live performance. Blonde Ambition absolutely um, set a new template for live uh, pop concerts, absolutely did, and everything she's done. She's smashed records, huge crowds. But now we get performances which even as the best Madonna fan, I query and wonder and go, I want to like it. I really want to like it. But deep down inside, I'm wondering if I did. Eurovision performance. Um, Well, I would say with the Eurovision performance, I think personally it was just an off day. And I think it Mm. probably called to attention more to the fact that she auto-tuned the video she then put on her YouTube channel. And people were like... People were like, oh, why'd you change it? Hello. And then I'm thinking, oh, well, she's a perfectionist. If she can make things better, she's going to keep doing it. And then Mm. that's just what I think. 
And to be fair too, and here here I'll become a Madonna defender here, who knows what was going on in her earpiece as well. Sometimes yeah. there are weird things when you're on stage with earpieces yeah, and technical, technical stuff. They yeah, really are. Yeah. But so she, it might have had the wrong key. So yeah. she was definitely out of key. If you go searching for that original, yeah, the, the one know. that she didn't overdub, 100%, yeah. like and, you say, um, an, an off day. But what the sense I get is that she's trying really hard. Like with the, with the magazine uh, performance, there were holograms, you know, it was like it was really very elaborate, like heaps and heaps of things. And, you know, it was nice, but like she she did like it was even more powerful maybe um, earlier on when she didn't have any of those effects or anything. So true. She relies so much on gimmicks in her live performances these days. Yeah. And you have to wonder is that because – she has an awareness that she isn't as powerful with her dancing or performance anymore. You, yeah. you wonder these things. Yeah. It was just her before when she was young. Like it was just her on the stage with a few backup dancers. It was just absolutely incredible, like the energy and all of that. But now it seems like, yeah, she does use a lot more um, to sort of prop up the performance. But it's not necessarily now, a criticism because, you know, you do that. Now I guess I'll be devil's advocate in this sense. I've like I know Madonna's a dancer, but I've never seen her as the best dancer. Like even looking back, it's obvious what her role is is to be the center. She's not a dancer, she's the center. So if she's at the center, there may be faults with other things, whether it's her singing or the dancing. So I've never seen like thinking, oh, nowadays she's relying on gimmicks. I think she's just trying to adapt to the modern era and she did that in other shows where if you look, it's not like the girly show and then Drowned World are the same. She's incorporating new technology with video screens. So now she's incorporating new te- technology with holograms. Lily's right. Though. There has been an evolution with Madonna. No show has been the same as yeah. the one before. It's constantly been invo- evolving. So I suppose yeah, hologram, yeah. You know, I suppose it's not surprising that Madonna would latch on to that. Yeah. We've got to talk about the COVID updates that she's been doing online have to because when you see madonna sitting in a bath full of (laughs) milk with flowers uh with quite a strange complexion if we can call it that and whispering whatever it was that she was just whispering like i say i'm just finding it hard as a fan back in the day if people would go madonna's this madonna's that i would I'd pump my fist. No, no, no. Ooh. You're missing the point. She's been ironic. She's been this. She's been that. She's sending a message. She's provoking a conversation. She's doing this. She's doing that. When people ask me what she's doing in the bath full of milk, mm-hmm. I find it hard to defend. <laughs> well, here's the thing with me. Social media and stuff has now brought into light both the good and the bad. We get more of each now, I would say. And in some cases, like Madonna, I'd say where it was just good or relatively good press before, now we can get a little bit of everything. And it's different for a lot of people. And I, again, I do think like sometimes, yeah, the bathtub in the milk or whatever that was can be a little much, but it's not like she's a perfect person. <laughs> mm. Yeah, I just, I, I don't understand what she was saying either, like, because she was saying that COVID's the great equaliser and that, you know, it doesn't care if you're this or that or young or old, she said, which I thought was quite an unusual uh, take since it kills old people in, disproportionately, obviously. And so, I don't know. Um, but, you know, I guess I guess she, she was just trying to provoke a reaction still. And the general response is that Madonna is out of touch. And to yeah. be honest with you, I'm wondering 
not just because of these posts alone, but I'm wondering if we're seeing a pattern of Madonna becoming increasingly out of touch and losing her mind and marbles a little bit like so many huge artists have done since the beginning of celebrity as they start to lose their celebrity they decline into this quite bizarre pattern of behavior Whitney Houston Joan Crawford yeah, oh. yeah you're thinking a little bit more modern than me but it, yeah. it, it, there is actually a pattern and when you've been on this pedestal for that long and then all of a sudden you your relevancy is disappearing if you don't take the tact of sinking back into normal life or taking a different path, as Madonna has not, and you're still seeking that relevancy, what does that do to your psyche? And I'm wondering, maybe I'm reading way too much into this, but I'm wondering with some of these posts, like does she have her tongue in her cheek like she always has or is she actually bloody serious when she says, don't worry, I've got the COVID antibodies, give me a kiss, <laughs> I'm going to go and breathe in the COVID air. That's nutty. Wait, where did did she say that? Or are you just paraphrasing? No, she did. She did. <laughs> There's two. Like there was one formal video that she put out or proper produced video where she said, I'm going to take a drive and breathe in the COVID air because I have the antibodies. And then if you listen to some of the protest footage that came out in recent weeks, if you turn up the volume real loud, she says it to people on the street as she's giving them a hug. Don't worry, I've got the antibodies. I'm going I think to breathe in the COVID air. I've never heard such a thing in my life. I mean, <laughs> I mean, those COVID diary videos were an experience, and I can't say what she what was going on in her head as she's sitting alone in her house, or I guess just stuck doing nothing. Mm. But I would say with the whole yeah. antibody thing, I saw that as more of like a "Don't worry about me. I'm here to fight the fight. Don't worry. I'm, I'm I don't have a mask because I don't have to worry about this sort of thing." Yeah. Sorry. What a great way to wrap up too, uh, Louie, because you're so right. The contradictions that Madonna often puts out into the public sphere are actually part of the reason why we love her so much. We might not always agree with what she's saying or the way that she's trying to say something, but part of that is why we actually love her because it takes some balls to do the things that she does and to say the things that she does yep. and to behave the way that she does. Yep. And for me, that's why I'm so confident. I will always remain a, a, a massive Madonna fan. I just, I, I guess this conversation comes from a little place of concern. I would love to see her go on forever. Mm. I want to see her well. I want to see her healthy. I want to see her... Uh, artistically satisfied and I hope she goes on to do that for many 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 years to come yeah it makes me sad to think that she's uh, scared of of you know mortality and getting older and it really I don't want to I don't want her to be you know living like that um, but yeah like you say I still I'm still a staunch fan and you know I love her ability to just say what she thinks or do what she wants, you know. Well, Megs and Lily, as younger Madonna mm -hmm. fans, keep going out there and promoting Madonna to all those young people who don't <laughs> even know who she is. It's very important that you do it. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> just don't show them the photos of her on the crutches <laughs> because that might not cut through to the young <laughs> these days. Lily and Megs, thank you so much for joining me tonight. It's been a really interesting conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, you guys. Yeah, thank you.